I probably should have asked this at the beginning, and I, I I'm doing this I'm doing this literally for the beginning of the show because this would be a fun dynamic. Sure. Which platforms is this going to? I totally forgot. <laughs> no, it's Twitch. We're broadcasting to Twitch, and we I tried to set up the YouTube and thought I had it done, but if now I did it, so YouTube need 24 more hours, so I just upload that. This will be uploaded to YouTube later, but it's going to stream to Twitch, and that's where it's where our platform is right now. Yeah, cool. and we go to audios on Apple Podcast, uh, Apple Podcast, Google Podcast, and Spotify. Mm. And on so, Pocket Cast, too, I found out the other oh, day. Oh, yeah, I forget that. It's on Pocket Cast, too. <laughs> so it's uh, Sunday. It's 3 o'clock, and this is the best podcast you've never heard of. It's the Across the Podcast with Sam and Matt. I'm your host, Sam. As always, we have Matt. And if you are watching the stream, you see we have a very special guest. We have Joshua Vergara in-house today for our, for our show. Welcome, sir. Thank you for uh, taking some time and show, sharing it with us. We really appreciate your effort oh. and time. Thank you for having me on. And I'm already like we obviously we have a little bit of a prep time before the actual show. I'm already like loving the dynamic of, <laughs> of everything here. This is a, I can tell this is going to be a very fun show and I'm very happy that you guys have me on. Well, we're glad. Oh, we're, we're happy, try, we're happy we, to have you. Yeah, we try to keep it fun. And like I said, we already got Simon says, so Aditya, so you're in the chat. So, sir, since uh, Matt has now two weeks in a row fallen on his butt and not done what he needs to do, you need to share <laughs> our Twitter stuff. If you want to let everybody know we're broadcasting, yep. we're live. We would appreciate that. Aditya is is taking care of our... Aditya, Andrew, Jeff, if you want to just share it around, let yeah. everyone know we're live. Shout out to everybody in the chat. I see El Jefe. I am um, uh, yeah. dumb. And my, are the ROGs upstairs. Again. <laughs> <laughs> it, 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 you know what this every sunday the show like it's like a the thing called the schedule happens like every sunday at three <laughs> o'clock like all the time like every day mm -hmm. i won't forget it next week it'll be all right it'll be all right okay that's fair <sighs> write that note live live note taking right now right yeah <laughs> it will be there. i will not forget <laughs> to bring it down with me next week <laughs> so yeah we were talking before so uh of course at the beginning of our show the the awful for podcast but awesome for video segment of our shows where we do our t-shirt check and see our guests never know so they're rocking just a comfortable crew neck but <laughs> since we know it's a thing and we never freeload guests if they show up organically and have the shirt cool if they don't that's okay we give them a pass so matt what do you got today looks like you got a a, a, a soccer jersey. Yes, soccer. football. Football. Yeah. Oh, yes. <laughs> We're Footy. not doing this again. We're not doing this again. <laughs> football played with feet, hand egg played with hands, right? Hand egg hand and then egg? football. That's what yeah. he calls a football, hand egg. Oh, okay. Okay, that's fair. So what do we got? Uh, so what, what team? It's what? Uh, Derby County, Ooh, the city where I live, my local football team. Cool. And the, Who played today and lost 3-1. So. The, the Rams, is that what they are? Are they yep. the Rams? Yeah, that's what the Rams. Are. Okay, so, that's I'm cool. from LA, and we we have a team called the Rams. So yeah, it's funny. It's the former St. Louis Rams. Actually, that's okay. It's funny. They they basically had one good season in '99, and they started to stink. And then Kroenke moved them to LA, and then they go to the Super Bowl. Yeah, whatever. It's fine. We got yeah. the Cardinals. It's cool. If anything, I'm more of an NBA guy anyway, and oh, I love go. that whenever I get into uh, conversations with people, I'm like, you know what? We don't have a team. Every team is Orlando right now because <laughs> that's where everyone is. Right. <laughs> so, and then for my shirt today, I have, uh, there's a favorite hot dog. So yesterday was my birthday. So I went, um, this place is all the way down in the St. Louis city. So I had to drive like all the way. It's a hot dog stand. It's called Steve's Hot Dogs. And they have like just all sorts of like mac and cheese dog and just awesome stuff and like local St. Louis kind of traditional kinds of foods because mm -hmm. we have like things like toasted ravioli and St. Paul sandwich. Yeah, toasted ravioli started in St. Louis, by the way. So yeah. I'm still going to try that. <laughs> it's really good. So if you don't have a chance, are you familiar with toasted ravs and what they are? I don't know if they have those in California. 
Uh, no, I've never had it before, but it sounds amazing. Yeah, so you take a ravioli just uh-huh. and you bread it and deep fry it and serve it with like chunky marinara sauce. It's called toasted raviolis, and it it's a St. Louis thing. It's huge here, and they are and it's exact. And you put some parm cheese over the top of it, and it's the best thing you've never had. It's the, awesome. This is one of those moments where you think to yourself, "God, I wish we could travel right now." God, oh, no. <laughs> and tell food. me about it. He had snacks before when we first started this show. Before we got a little bit more professional, he used to sit and have snacks on the show. And some of the stuff I'd never even heard of, but I want to try. <laughs> you know what? It, the same for both of your guys' areas. You know, again, this, mm. obviously this is across the podcast. So I would love to have the food over at St. Louis, and then I would love to have a full English. Like, it's, I've only ever had Ooh, a full English yeah. one time. <laughs> really? One time in oh, my life, yeah. and it's amazing. Wow. It's way too much food, but it is very good. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It is way too much food, but it is <laughs> really good yeah and you know what i wish i did know about the shirt thing i have so many really cool shirts over there but i think that if i were if i had to pick one it would be my playstation shirt it's my oh. one. Oh, i am wondering you know why you didn't wear the across the podcast t-shirt to be oh, fair you know what? yeah you know yeah i, I could like i, I should have just, just thought why aren't you wearing well, it's because I, I went shopping before i was at the store and i came back and I didn't have a lot of time and i want to make sure I, so i could have switched you should have wore the across the podcast t-shirt shopping I could have, yeah. You it's that, it's that worn out. Is where I'm gonna wear it when I if I get one, I'm gonna wear it. And just be like, hey, watch my show. What's it about? My name's Sam. Look, see across the Sam. Across the con- so yeah, no, actually, my name is Steve. I just wore Sam's shirt because Steve's out because I'm, I'm a new employee that didn't get the new shirt, so I got to wear somebody else's name tag. I got to do that. <laughs> You know what, though, to, to, to make up for the uh, lack of a shirt, this is a Uniqlo shirt, by the way, and I will always rep Uniqlo to the death. But um, <laughs> I do have a, a dope mug that I can There you go. That That's is cool. X. Uh, shouts <laughs> out to the girlfriend, Issa, for getting this for my birthday last month. Wow, so. that's cool. I love. Yeah, we have a we have a do have an etched mug with it, but that's really cool. I'm glad those oh, are still. Yeah. You'd be surprised those little gifts like that. They're they're always so thoughtful, and you always you know mm. they don't cost a lot of money, but they're thoughtful, and those are always mm. the most best gifts to get. I think. It yeah. is. I've got some glasses upstairs that I just I've never used them because I just don't want to risk dropping it or anything like that. Well, it just shows the thought process, right? Because you guys saw uh, Issa was on uh, our mm-hmm. homie TK's podcast yesterday. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And uh, she's obviously out in Manila. We have a super long distance relationship. She understands the power of Amazon. So when my birthday was coming up, she already had a cart ready and just like, it'll get to him. <laughs> like I know his address. So just like, boop, there you go. And then yeah. that arrived. <laughs> Sounds perfect. And also, well, I, and I, well, in lieu of not having a shirt, I am rocking the Across the Podcast coffee mug. So we uh, we have we have some merch. Uh, we don't know what's going on as far as how that's going to ever happen. We maybe in the future we'll talk about that. So Josh, <laughs> you said you're in California. Are you originally from the California area? Where were you originally from, and uh, kind of how did you get out to where you're at? Oh well, uh, I've always I've born and raised in Los Angeles. Never felt the need to leave, um, especially you know during a time when we we used to travel a lot. So I've <laughs> I've I've explored many parts of the world. So I never really felt like I had to leave LA. I love it here um and i've i've been very fortunate to be able to like still do the job that we have now you know still be here not really feel the urge to move somewhere like new york i know a lot of our friends are in new york uh at one point actually uh london was on my list of places to be um and then even places like san francisco but you know what socal is just like i went to school in san diego so really southern california is just my heart and i just never Mm. really Never really felt the need to leave. And also, it's funny because when we're in the tech YouTube space, LA is a YouTube town, but right. tech YouTube is very much like, it's like a click in a way. Like, I I, huh. I don't really talk to YouTubers in, right. in, in LA as much as I would love to. There are a ton of them here, 
But yeah, Tech YouTube means that all of my friends are usually around like New York or around the world. Mm. That's interesting. I would have thought that with them being physically close, you guys can meet up for coffees or lunches. You know, the only person that I tend to see is TK. Okay. Uh, then, uh, but as far as tech, YouTube is concerned. But I would love to be friends with like YouTubers, uh, right. you know. And but again, we're like, there's like, it's like at a, it's like when you go to like a high school quad, like everyone's got their cliques, in their right. various areas. <laughs> yeah, the jocks and the and the, and the, the nerds and all the all the people like the people are really into the, the chess club people and the guys yeah. are like into sports. <laughs> Interesting how that. Well, and at least you get a chance to meet up with them in like uh, tech events when you yeah. go to like CES yeah. and those kind of things. At least you can kind of get and talk. And unfortunately, yeah, because of all this this year <laughs> yeah because yeah. of all this stuff yeah it's just it's been a 2020 has been i would say a challenging year for all of us just including work and everything else and the uh the s20 uh briefing the unpacked uh for that when we were all in that room uh trying to film the z flip back in february mm. that was when the news started to fall of mwc is canceled travel starting to get banned all of these things we were all getting that news in real time Right, And it was crazy because I, I keep thinking back to that particular day when we were all, none of us realized that this is the last time this year we're all going to see each other. <laughs> right. Well, I mean, and how could you? I mean, that's, it's, I mean, really where I work, I mean, we're on a, we're, we, they didn't actually have a contingency operations plan for this. They didn't have pandemic. They had, you know, attack. They've had a fire, natural disaster, power outage. They do really, and it's funny. So we're actually working outside of our business continuity. So our, our organizations, like we, we all, we went basically the entire system went on contingency operations mm-hmm. and they literally were working from home. So we're like, we're pretty sure we have the bandwidth to work all this. <laughs> I guess we'll find out on Monday when we turn the lights on and see how this all works. And luckily it's yeah. out pretty well, but um, yeah, it's you just, guys are a lot worse off though than we are. <laughs> Yeah, we're just starting to get back to normal now. Everything's we're about starting to, hit to open that cliche up. And... Of every podcast turns into a rant about. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> so we purposely stay away from that. Just because... yeah, we try and stay away from that. And it's not because we don't care and we don't have opinions, obviously. But we try to. We we like to have this podcast is that one hour a day where people can kind of mm-hmm. disconnect and they don't have to. There's so much absorption of all like tech stuff and like it's all that stuff in the news and news cycles and you know all that kind of thing. We just it gives us a little bit of a, a break from that. The the oasis mm-hmm. in the middle of all that Dell of yeah. mm. a lot of negative content and just really just tribalism and all sorts of stuff. So we try to just have that. So that's why we always always ask, you know, how did how did Joshua Vergara start? I'm sure in middle school Joshua wasn't thinking about being a tech YouTuber because that wasn't a thing back then. But no. how did how did that all start and kind of organically and did it did you know it was going to be a thing and where all that i'm curious we always like to know the origin story so i love i love telling this story because actually it's the opposite of what you just said because back in high school so kind of in the in the transition between high school and college uh i was getting more into tech stuff and like any like any good asian american kid uh the only (laughs) way that i could get tech items was to get straight a's so right. <laughs> like that was sort of what happened in high school. So I was started getting certain items like um, uh, here's some throwbacks: the PSP, mm-hmm. um, my favorite, probably my favorite phone of all time, still the Sony Ericsson W850, the Walkman. Wow! Phone, yeah! Wow! Um, I think so I've still were, got one of them. <laughs> I, I know mine is somewhere. Mine is somewhere. I know it's. Oh somewhere. man! Um, but yeah, the those were the two items that I had uh, in the summer between high school and college. And what happened was, um, you know, I'm, I'm an enthusiast, I'm playing video games, I'm, I'm into all these phones, I'm doing research and whatnot. And then one day my father comes home with a copy of T3, and it's the, the T3 magazine. And they're doing their top, uh, t- top 10 tech of that year. And number two 
is the Sony Ericsson WA50, and number one is the PSP. And I thought, <laughs> hmm, I think I know a thing or two. <laughs> like, yeah, I'm so, familiar. <laughs> yeah, so throughout the first, at least the first couple of years of, uh, of, of college, um, I started telling people, you know what, I think I want to write about tech. And that was literally the phrasing I would use. And what I find so fascinating about like sort of manifesting uh, that kind of future is that I have very close friends of mine from various walks of life in college down in San Diego who met up with me once I was in the thick of Android Authority. And mm. one of my friends, uh, uh, um, I miss her, one of my really good friends, she's like a big sister of mine. She looks me straight in the eyes and she goes, you made it happen. Like you're literally a tech personality now. And that's what you wanted to be. Like you were in tech support for a while. And like, yeah, I was in tech support. But the um, like being able to actually become a person who talks or writes about tech, you've manifested that. And then the reason why she was being so like, like not really emotional, but like she was, she was being very sentimental about it is because she looks at me right in the eyes and she goes, I had no faith. <laughs> like, wow. Because God like, love yeah. how, do you, how do you expect to make a living off of just like writing about tech? You know right. what I mean? And this was as YouTube was starting to become a thing. It went from right. being like yeah. random cat videos and funny videos <laughs> into being a source of information. Right. And it was after college that I uh, I worked tech support for like a big uh, uh, corporation. And uh, two years later, I get fired from that job. Wow. But it Well, I mean, let's just say tech support's not my thing. It's just really right. not. It's soul crushing. Um, but <laughs> the... Uh, <laughs> The what happened was in in the time that I was trying to figure out what my next job would be, and I was just assuming it was going to be tech support again. I got on the classifieds website just randomly, and I was like, you know what? Let me find a blog that I can just like write at. Maybe I'll do like two articles a week, something on the side while I'm searching for a job. And um, that website was called Android Authority. Wow! And <laughs> when I came on, the one of the, the there was this long uh, application process, and then on the bottom. It said elevator pitch. And I was like, oh, that's cool. Like, I've never seen an application have something called elevator pitch before. Mm -hmm. I was like, okay, so one sentence. What can I say? If you want someone who's good with words, is good in front of and behind the camera, you want Joshua Vergara. Wow. So that was what I wrote. And um, God bless the Android Authority guys. I will always have a place in, in my heart for them. They called me immediately that night. And oh. uh, we started talking. Uh, I did a couple of news articles just to see how my writing skills were, were, were. And they said, that's good, but you mentioned camera. What if we sent you a product and you can try it out? And it was the LG Optimus G, another phone that I'll always have in my heart. Um, I filmed it and I came into that video precisely thinking I'm going to make a Top Gear <laughs> level <laughs> video yeah. of this phone. Obviously failed at that, but they were like, you know what? <laughs> He's got some chops. So from there, from and over the course of the next six months, it went from me thinking I was going to do two articles a week <laughs> to That's doing right. every video wow. <laughs> on the YouTube channel. Well, not well, every, I, but like a lot of them. I have to admit that that statement is powerful. I mean, if you don't really, I mean, it, listening to you say that statement about how I'm you want somebody who's good in front of the camera. I mean, writing that and kind of putting that out there, that's kind of a powerful, it, it's kind of like, yeah, I, it shows confidence and I'm not almost, almost teetering towards arrogance, but it's like, that's a powerful statement for somebody. Well, you know what it was? It was me literally not caring because it was me right. looking at this listing and thinking, well, it's a blog, you know, like no, no offense to Android authority now, but back then it was a website just starting out. 
So right. it was like, yeah. if I don't get this gig, I'm okay. So I right. might as well just say whatever I want, you know? Yeah. You swing and for the fences kind of thing? Yeah. Yeah. So that's what that's what it ended up being. And then like six years later, um, it just got to a point where I knew that I wanted a sort of a change as far as, far as the career was concerned. And that mm-hmm. was when I decided to make my exit from Android Authority. And now I'm here with you know, my brand JV, um, I do work with pocket now also do their podcast. So I'm just sort of putting my, I'm just kind of putting myself in a lot of different places. Um, because I have the ability to now, you know, right. so yeah. when an invitation like across the podcast comes up, I'm like, I mean, yeah, absolutely. Why not? <laughs> okay, Best and, podcast and, you've never heard of. Yeah. And the funny <laughs> thing is, and then we, on the flip side of that, we hear this and we're like, Joshua uh-huh. Bergara wants to come on our, our, our show, our, our little small, <laughs> That's okay. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> sure. Absolutely. Yeah. We could do that. So and yeah. it's, it's the interesting thing is and now, so this is like your full-time job, right? You're, you're writing and you're all that kind of thing. This for me is not any of that. So I have no, you know, we have no misconception. At least I don't. When I started this a couple of no. months ago, no. that I, Joe Rogan experience, we probably are not going to. No, which is we okay. do this because we enjoy it and we enjoy talking to the creators that we follow and respect so it's just a, you know we get the community guys involved and it's just a bit of fun for us and we enjoy doing it yeah you know that's so, mainly what it's about so i was actually just reading i was actually just reading uh some of the comments over here on the side yeah we were too uh, <laughs> yeah there are there's some people who share your the sympathy for the uh tech support and not feeling that as a career yeah. <laughs> and then they uh and simon this is a pretty good one yeah i like this one turn it off and turn it back on yeah you have no that's, idea how many times that was actually a call yeah or is it like, plugged in yeah. Oh, my, my computer's not working. Did you work, reach around the back and actually make sure that the power plug is seated? <laughs> oh, it's unplugged. Yeah, these are things, these electronic things, they need this electricity stuff. You should hear, You should probably give that a try. Just mm-hmm. plug it all the way in. And it's like, oh, it works. Thanks. Okay, great. <laughs> uh, well, I, well, I can tell you, I work in quasi, it's really not technical support, more application support. And um, you'd be surprised that just because of the people you I deal with, you would think that because they are in positions they are, they would be a lot more computer like troubleshooting with it. Mm-hmm. Now nah, they're, they're still regular people at the end of the day and still and do those things. It's funny that you mentioned that because that wasn't my experience with the, 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 it was a financial company that I worked tech support mm-hmm. for. So we're talking about like huge investors and people who own companies and whatnot. Huge. Uh, what, actually, you know what? Like we were talking about sports earlier. One of their clients now, not back then, but now is Rob Gronkowski. <laughs> well, yeah. He's pretty important. Yeah. So <laughs> it would, these, the thing is the difference was, and the reason why it was probably so crushing for me is that these are people who literally pay other people to solve their problems and to know things that we think they should know but they have the money to not even have to worry about learning that stuff on their own. So here I am trying to teach them when they're just not willing to learn. So that was like yeah. half the job. <laughs> That's the worst part of the job though, is doing stuff like that for stupid, lazy people <laughs> who could do it, just don't want to. Mm-hmm. Well, and I used to always have this thing where I would help, uh, I used to be a police officer, so guys would have problems with their computer or whatever. And I was like, do you want me just to do this or do you want me to tell you how this is done so that way you can do it later? They're like, no, nah, I just want you to do it. So I'm like, okay. They thought changing the wallpaper was like high level stuff. Yeah, like, exactly. yeah. They're police officers, yeah. not exactly coders, right? So, um, and it's funny. No. We do have our, we do have a question from from Q3. Steve <laughs> Becker. How's I, I? I thought this is kind of cheeky, but I thought you maybe want to throw your comment. And this is kind of funny. So, what's the deal with this? Okay, so this is the funny thing that um, we're going. Okay, I actually asked Jaime this to his face during one of our podcasts. I was like. I'm curious as to why the culture of Pocket Now is that Jaime is the Apple shill. 
happened? <laughs> like, how did that happen? how this happened. And he actually told me, and this is paraphrasing, so that all the details actually in that other podcast. But basically, back when Pocket Now was in its sort of inception, he literally was the Apple reporter. So <laughs> he has sort of like, he has a lot of knowledge behind Apple's inner workings and he knows the history so well and whatnot. So, okay, I get that. But I will admit that there are, there are times, we just recorded a podcast yesterday where basically we were talking about smartphone cameras and Jaime was like, well, you know, it's not really like, you know, the iPhone just did it right. And you know what's funny is like, it's, <laughs> what's so funny is you hate it, but in a lot of ways it is true. You know, like that's that's the Apple syndrome is that mm-hmm. they do get a lot of stuff right, you know, and it's so easy to hate on them. But you got to admit that for certain applications that matter to us, like, for example, mm-hmm. creation, being creative and whatnot, right. their cameras are pretty dope. I got to say. Yeah. <laughs> And here's the funny thing. I mean, I'm definitely um, an Android user. I, I, I don't care for iOS necessarily. And that's more just the software design. It's just, yeah, I like a little bit more flexibility. But I mean, if you're a person who sits there and just hates on Apple just because it's just for the sheer hate of Apple, then you're you're being disingenuous mm-hmm. and you're not really being honest with your, even yourself. Mm-hmm. No person who's a tech lover, especially a mobile phone or mobile device user, you can't deny how well made, well executed iOS and, and Apple is. You know that they're, I mean, look yeah. at them. There aren't a trillion, almost a trillion dollar company on accident. There are reasons yeah. why they are that good. And there's, so, I mean, I, my, my whole family, except me, actually my, my, my stepdaughter, I just got her to use my Note 10. Piss my wife off something fierce because she's like, she is the blue text person and not, and not for that, not for the, not for the social reason. Like, Oh my God, it's like that guy's lame. Cause he's a green texter, right? It's not that it's just because it, it works. You know, iMessage just works well. She doesn't know why it works well. She just knows it works well. So now it's coming from an Android device. So it's now green. So now her own daughter has betrayed the faith. She has stepped out of the church <laughs> and now she's Android. And I'm over here like, yeah, I've got one down. I'm going to get the whole crew. Right. And so it's just funny how, how, you can't deny it. I mean, just when you look at Apple, the I, no. iPhone 11 Pro Max, that camera is just a beast. It's a baller. And that's yeah. why. And then here's a funny thing. And you can go ahead and show us because even though you're having a. <clears throat> yeah. So I do have it. Well, th- this is the thing, though. Like um, another a, a video that I did recently, I I, I, w- I sort of alluded to how Jaime and I actually have differing opinions when it comes to our preferences on phones and whatnot. Mm-hmm. This is the iPhone 11 Pro. I will right. never get a Max ever again. Right. Like, I, I just. Disp- Despised the 10s max i could not stand having that phone it was too big and it was one of those it was the one of the only times that i actually thought that apple design was really bad because okay. it was like how do you have a phone that big and there's even less screen <laughs> than there should be right you know because not only because of the notch but also it just was a bulky phone and because the sides were so um were so smooth and it's like a very smooth angle like mm-hmm. it would slip out of my hand so so easily i need a phone that i can easily grip and honestly the term that i've been using more often in this quarantine era as i call it is um quality of life like little quality of life features are what make me remember your phone right uh, or your mm-hmm. product even so if the quality of life is not really high, uh, then you could have the best software, the best camera, the best whatever. But if it's annoying to use, there's no reason for me to like it then. Right. I mean, so, it can't be an impediment to your usage. Yeah. I mean, no. any, yeah, it just can't be. So and then Aditya makes a comment here about yeah. Apple's crazy good. 
said, I ain't dropping that much cash on an ecosystem, but I fully recommend my friends in the ecosystem to continue to stay in that ecosystem. Yes. So that's the problem is if you're like not in Apple at all, that's a serious barrier of entry, right? You've got, especially if you're going to get an iMac, right? <laughs> or a, a MacBook Pro, and then you're going to get an iPad and then an iPhone and then all that stuff. Yeah, it, That's a serious Getting barrier. Getting into the Apple's ecosystem is definitely let's not cheap <laughs> no. yeah but definitely once you're there it's pretty cheap. good so yeah it, I, the, the the seamlessness of apple's products is second to none like the there's nothing there, that comes close right. but they call it the walled garden so i guess right. when you get in there the um the i don't know the the leafy gate <laughs> closes because like I, I i had a bunch of people like I, I i did a i did a bit of a brunch thing like a zoom brunch thing earlier okay. and this whole group of my friends from san diego and across california like we're all very close and mm-hmm. one time we were doing happy hour two week like two or three weeks ago and they were like hey i put a link in the chat so everyone can take a look at this funny video that i saw and i was like hold on which chat <laughs> and they were like um and i said wait is this when i find out i'm not part of the group chat you right efforts <laughs> like, yeah um, well, it's okay you can let it rip here we're, we're already we're marked for mature so if you, if you want to say it fuckers just let it rip it's cool there we go <laughs> yeah, these, these fucking assholes <laughs> and this is going to be when someone in the chat goes wow i've never heard him cuss before but yes there you go yeah, um, there you probably go. will actually <laughs> but yeah like I, I i called them out on it and they're all like well it's because you don't use an iphone and i'm like what are you talking about i have one right here i bought this with my own money <laughs> but then i realized why i can't be that mad because i wouldn't want to be an iMessage because it only works here. Right. It only works here. Why can you please just make a web app or something right. for iMessage so that I don't have to have this phone on me at all times on top of all the other phones I'm reviewing? Right. That's just yeah. too much. I mean, and yeah. And obviously, it's, it's, a, it's a JV problem. It's not even a regular problem. <laughs> and it's almost, for, almost first world. It's not world. a normal person almost problem. Pretty much <laughs> first world, yeah. Yeah, we're talking about maybe one and oh, a half. Oh, definitely, yeah. <laughs> oh, the, damn it, I've got to carry these two really expensive phones around with me all day. Oh. <laughs> I'm, an, I'm, a, I'm a straight advocate for the man bag. Just saying. Oh, yeah. Like, no, I'm I don't cool care if I look like a fuckboy. Uh, <laughs> and here's the problem, too. It's like... I, well, trust me. You're I just not going to drop your phone if it's in your bag, are you? Yeah, no. I just turned 45, and 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 if you ever, you know who Bill Burr is, the comedian Bill Burr. Yeah, I, love ever, Bill Burr. Yeah, I actually met him once in St. Louis. I actually have a picture of it. It's really he's a really good dude. Um, and he talks about like you get to that point where you're like, and I you're on the teetering. Should I say that or should I do that? Yeah, fuck it. I'm just going to say that and just let it go, right? Because you're just <laughs> yeah. like I don't, you know, no fucks given. And it's funny because my wife and I always have the, it, we we and she'll she'll pop in, which is, is really professional. She'll just like come in my show and just like hey, and I'll have food. It's great. She, my dog will walk in. This is awesome. <laughs> so she when we we meet people, we like, rip, we're on. Yeah, <laughs> we rip on each other all the time. Like I, me and Matt kind of fuck with each other, and so mm-hmm. we'll rip on each other in public. And people are like, man, are you, you and your wife like cool? I'm like, oh yeah, this is like our thing. We have to do this, <laughs> right? Because she'll come up to me and she'll ask me a question. I go, you know, I wish we had this device where you could hold it in your hand and actually had its own separate power. And you could just say things to it and it'll tell you information about the weather and apps. We should develop and invent a v- device you can carry in your hand like that. She goes, you're such a dick. Why do you have to be such an asshole? <laughs> and, my, and my favorite <laughs> phrase is Google that shit, right? My daughters will come up and go, hi, what's the area of a triangle? I said, Google it. Well, yeah, I said, because you can now. When I was a kid, there was no Google that shit. You had to know it was one half base times height. Yeah. My daughter's like, how do you know that? I said, because I was it was buried into that. my fucking skull. Because <laughs> I had like Sister Mary's psycho with the math ruler. Yeah. Just like, bang it, you will learn Pythagoras, A squared, B squared. We never had that. <laughs> like, we we got shit. told you won't carry a calculator around in your pocket forever. 
Well, they didn't know the future, did they? <laughs> right. You know what? I bet you, like, I, I wonder if there's a podcast out there where the first thing they do with their guests is give them a long division problem. Yeah. <laughs> like, we should uh, do that. Uh, we should yeah. do that. See what's... <laughs> now, what's funny is I told my daughters, I said, now because of the internet and Google, I mean, you can literally just put those numbers in, it'll calculate the area mm-hmm. for you. But mm-hmm. the whole point is, Google, like, you just have to put the right syntax in the right. search term and it will do it. Like, the star but... symbol is is times and all that. It's like, oh, like, ugh. Problem with that is we'll make our generation stupider because <laughs> they won't need to off the ball know it on the top of that. They have to get the phone but out. You know, it's also, there's another thing too, like, you know, just thinking back to when I was in college and high school, <laughs> even my generation was lacking in this one fundamental thing that I feel like all mm. education should have. If you do poorly on a test or if you don't know the answer, there should be like systems in place for you to like learn what it is and remember it because you got right. it wrong. But in our case, with like standardized testing and all of these things, like I, I, I feel like we're just trying to get. It's all about the result, and it's not about the retention, you know. Right. Mm. Which is why actually I remember when I went to study abroad back in college out in uh, Oxford. Actually, we were we were taught what the Oxford style of learning is, and I was like, that's fantastic. That's way better than what we got here with like our eighty people in one class. <laughs> like oh yeah, I've always I've always seen that, and I'm like, that's really unusual. Mm-hmm. that doesn't well, happen here it's and, and, and very here's small point. close-knit classes so you sort of yeah everybody knows the same things you've got people next to you all the time and the teachers can communicate a lot easier mm-hmm. yeah 100%. well and the funny thing is so it sounded like you were really a self-starter but before we started this show you said you have kind of a dichotomy with your life that you don't always seem to be motivated to get to get to get to the work <laughs> and i and i find that to be kind of interesting because for when you listen you know it's funny when you said that i was like that can't be a thing right because you watch <laughs> right because you mm. watch people and this is really a kind of a self-starting kind of thing you have to really kind of be a go-getter and a hustler mm-hmm. but then you, you yeah. self-admitted you're like yeah sometimes i don't always i don't know it's really that. good content yeah so <laughs> I, i'd like exactly. to expand i'd like to expand on that just because it shows like the more like the real side of like our shit ass. It's not the polished B-roll. It's like, yeah, sometimes I have an issue. I thought this was, can you explain on that? Because it was fascinating so, in our talk. So, okay, so this this is going to add to what we already talked about. And I will make sure to 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 reiterate what I said before. But I will say that I'm, I feel like I'm kind of that artist who needs a manager and a team of like a publicist and all those things. Not to say that I'm famous enough for that. What I'm saying is what I told these guys for the chat <laughs> and for the listeners. What I told these guys was I've learned in this quarantine era that at first what i said was um it's funny that we have all this time during lockdown and none of us are using it (laughs) right because we have all this time to do i could learn like another language uh but instead of learning korean let's say i'm just watching korean dramas like it's not the right it's not the same thing um but yeah the uh the thing i said was i am I'm, i'm probably very good at what i do i'm sure people would say so um and i've heard it but the thing is i might be good at what i do but i'm only good at it once i do it I'm the laziest person. I have the worst work ethic. And it's literally the same thing we've been talking about high school and college that I had back in my, my learning days where, uh, here's, here's, here's a story. Um, one time, I was always good at writing. Writing was always really good uh, as far as my grades were concerned. There was, once a, um, there was once a writing class that I was in where my cousin who went to school with me, she was a senior and I was a, I was a sophomore, um, we were in that same class together and I would actually help her with her writing. So one morning, we, uh, one morning after I helped her with her writing and just sort of fleshing out what she was thinking, we arrive in class 
and I'm on my laptop as class is coming in. There's literally five minutes left before class starts and a paper is due. Right when the teacher walks in, I hit submit. And and my cousin goes, what did you just do? And I was like, I I just wrote it like in the last hour. And, (laughs) and, And I got a better grade than her. And, oh, no. and she freaking oh, hated no. me. She hated my guts. And what I loved about that, like that's my perfect dichot- that's my perfect like analogy is like I'm the I'm the worst when it comes to work ethic, even if my work is really good. So that that's that's really what it is. So with everything that I've there are two things I would say. With everything that I have built so far, yes, I was part of a team with Android Authority. I'm very blessed to have it. I'm still part of a team now with uh basically with Pocket Now with Jaime as my partner slash collaborator. Um so there are systems in place for me to still do work because it is expected of me. But as far as me motive, self-motivating, I'm not the best at that. I understand that systems and planning and preparation are like 80% of the problem. And I just need to be better about that. Rather than waking up in the morning and just going, let's wing it today. Like, <laughs> stop winging it. Um, but I will say this. Um, it might be sheer force of will that I am where I am. But at the same time, I've also been very honest with myself about what my goals are and i'm not i have no i have no i guess they call it delusions of grandeur or anything like that i'm not trying to i'm not trying to be like some super famous youtuber i don't even really care about a million subs i just want to continue liking what i do and i don't even care about things like teslas or anything like that i know oh yeah you're not youtuber so you've got wow then you're definitely outside not only are you green texter but you're like not a tesla guy like (laughs) i would love a tesla but it's not a goal i just love that every like and there's nothing wrong with them doing this but i just know that we we know so many people in the tech space but also in uh just youtube in general like Probably like once every two months, there's another picture of their Tesla on their feed. And it's just yeah. like, yeah. I get it, bro. Like, you know, be proud of your Tesla. You know, that's cool. But yeah, it's a car. It's, it's not really my, I drive a GTI and I love it. Like, that's all I really need. And, right. um, yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. It's just uh, recently Isa actually uh, asked me like, well, what is a goal that you have in mind? And I said, I've already achieved it. I just want to make enough money so that I can shop at Whole Foods and Sprouts. <laughs> like, Sweet indiscriminately like i just want to be able to go there whenever i want <laughs> and right. buy whatever i want that's really i've already achieved that so what's the next part like uh, josh is like yeah i got that figured out and you're like he's a stand the aisle like in the bowl food going i can just do this <laughs> I, i've achieved awesome <laughs> yes people are like what is this guy doing this he's just standing in the whole food aisle, like just going I've made it. He's like walking around like, you made what? It's a, like, it's a billion percent my happy place. Issa will tell right. you that. Oh, it's and awesome. Like, it's, yeah, it's on great. On the way back from the gym, I would just pop in there and just be like with my card, just, yeah, I want to eat that and want to eat that. <laughs> like, and it's just so great. It's just like he's in like your own space. Like you're in your own head doing your own thing. And it's just like people are like walking by and this guy's like, mm. and he's like, no, I'm just like, I've achieved my greatness. Life goal. Full <laughs> food. Just get whatever the fuck I want. <laughs> um, exactly. I can we now. all grew up with the freaking top ramen life and whatnot so oh, yeah. i can cook a grass-fed burger and a lettuce wrap like come on like yeah, it's, it's awesome <laughs> and plus it. if you don't know how to i mean i smoked um ribs for the first time in my life i never made Oof. ribs. I, I got an electric smoker and it's tech related because it's got bluetooth capability and I, I don't know why you need it just set it to 225 and go out and get it but you yeah. can but uh it was actually pretty good and it's like so it's like i just went on youtube and like, how to use an electric smoker to make St. Louis style ribs and it's just like it's like billions of that i was like yeah it's so great so now that we've kind of talked about that and your fact that you're not rocking a Tesla, because I would assume you probably were, but then I knew you probably wouldn't because I didn't see 16 pictures a month about it. So, <laughs> so 
Yeah, no, no, so, no pictures whatsoever of uh, Tesla. Not yet. And I, I barely even put a picture up of my GTI, but I adore my GTI. Like, yeah. I, I'll always remember the um, the uh, the earlier like Top Gear review of it because I used to watch Top Gear a lot. And they did, and Jeremy Clarkson basically said, "This is a car for the every person." And I was like, "Then that means it's for me." <laughs> <laughs> and I adore the hell out of that car. I even have my license plate is literally Tech T. Like, oh, that's cool. the only that's the only picture that's of the good. car I've ever put up was to just say, Hey, you know, if you wanna if you don't like me, you can find me now. Like <laughs> right. you know where I you know where I live and come find me. So <laughs> I want to kind of switch gears to like just obviously tech. We want to talk about phones mm-hmm. and that kind of thing. And then we're gonna mm-hmm. start off with there was a, a question here from Andrew, Fat Produce. He's like, What pre-2011 tech are you most nostalgic for? We talked about the Walkman, but other than that, mm-hmm. you know, yeah. what other pre-2011 stuff they like just it's like, man, it's, it's got a place in the, in the ticker for you. Oh, man, I really got to think about that because pre-2011, I mean, time is time is just so fluid now. So I'm trying to think of what things were in 2011. Yeah, 10 I years in, ago. Yeah, where was I in 2011? I was in college, so that would mean high school, college. If I uh, First thing that comes to mind would be the Flip Mino, the, okay. little, the little camera. Do you guys know this? No, I've never heard of it. Okay, it's basically the size of... What's a good, well, this is a lens, but it's basically the size of this lens. And it's just this little thing that looks like a dumb phone. And all it was, was a camera. And there's a little switch on the side that you hit and this USB port flips out and you just plug into a cam- uh, plug into a computer and just download down all of your footage. That was the pre-vlogging, that was the vlogging tool before vlogging was a word. And <laughs> in college, I would record every event I went to and cut together like a, what I called a redux of that event because I was part of a couple of social clubs. And uh, I, yeah, like I, I was vlogging before anyone thought about pointing a camera at themselves for digital content. Right. And um, that that to me is one of the first like forays into creativity that I feel like tech actually did because up until then, like we were all shooting with potatoes, you know, like we were all like, what's the, um, what's the, the, what's the, the, the resolution that it used to be at like pre 480p. Like it was, it was um, like two, four, it's like two forty, but it was like 1.2 megapixel. (laughs) 1.5 megapixel. That's That's it. Yeah, we were that's what VGA I was everything. using on my potato laptop before I started using my phones. It had a VGA <laughs> camera on it. <laughs> yeah, and this was yeah, and this it was it was VGA SVGA like uh, someone just said in the chat, and um, yeah, it was those were the things that smart that that phones rather not even smartphones those were things that phones were doing, and this was the first product to bring like a 480p frame, and yeah. I was like, whoa, that's really interesting. So there was that, um, and then the only other thing that I could think of is probably my PS2 because I modded mm. the hell out of that thing and. Uh, oh yeah, back in the uh, day when you could. Yes, I modded the hell out of that thing. I, you you got to put like a toothpick in the side so that it thinks that there's a, des- a disc in there. Oh yeah, <laughs> I had that with my Good PS1. Gosh, I actually, yeah. had the older PS1 that had a card, so it was an action card. So it would basically it would start the boot up and it'd stop the disc, and you'd actually do a hot swap, so it actually boot oh, up. Yeah. And then you basically put your Japanese disc in there or whatever. And I actually have, and I still have it. It's downstairs. I have a Sega Dreamcast. And it's it's to, from 2000. It's got a clear green shell. I got it the day it launched, and I still have. It's, it actually has a soldered modded Japanese ROM chip, so I can play nice. all, any Dreamcast game I want on it, and it still works. All the motors starting to fail on it, and uh, but yeah. So I, I yeah, all that old tech. That's my 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 old school. Like I'm dating myself. I actually was born in 1975. Yeah, I was gonna say. <laughs> 
right? I saw the Berlin Wall fall. I was 14 years old when it happened, right? I was like, wow. that was a thing in high school. Yeah, I when I remember somebody's, my, you know, that happened in you know the late 80s, and I just remember you know the Gorbachev and the Soviet mm -hmm. Union and the whole Cold War. When I was a kid, Ram, those movies were everywhere. I just remember that being part of my life. So it's funny I talked to my daughters, <laughs> you know, and then they're, you know, my daughters only they were born in October of 2011, so 9/11 had just happened. A month prior so they have no clue other than video and me watching it yeah. and i was in the police academy at the time and somebody came running in going you're not gonna believe what just happened and we're like holy shit and we're like and i knew exactly what was going on like i could see it but just to conceptualize that concept and it's like where where was kennedy killed like what were you doing when kennedy was shot right like mm. where for my parents right what were they doing in 1963 when kennedy was assassinated like what were you at in school most kids were in school it's the middle of the day yeah and so just those kind of interesting things about 10 years ago and then somebody has to always quote, somebody's got 10 years on me. I'm not exactly the oldest guy in the show, but I'm I'm one of the older dudes in the nope. show. I was I born in 1990, so I'm all right. <laughs> <laughs> I was going to ask Matt, like, well, what's what's a nostalgic item for you? But also, since Sam brought it up also, what's do you have a historical goalpost that you think of <laughs> that will date you? Because <laughs> mine is no, the month I was really. born. The month I was born was when the Tiananmen Square stuff happened. Oh, yeah. I was, That's what again, I remember. I remember so. that, watching that on two. It was wild. Yeah. And, and it's crazy. Uh, I, I, didn't remember, I, remember standing, I remember standing in Tiananmen Square once when I went on vacation in China with my family. Um, and I just kept thinking like, whoa, that happened the month I was born. So I felt this weird connection to it. So that's what I always kind of come back to mm. thinking. But anyway, Matt. No, I, I didn't really grow up with tech. I grew up a bit with that much money and, you know, certain things in that uh, the first thing i got was like the mega drives sega mega drive and then a ps1 but the most thing i kept on me for years was the game boy oh yes the original game Why boy was the there? probably yeah. the first thing i ever brought that i just kept on me all the time the battery banks and <laughs> you know all the little attachments that you didn't need <laughs> all that stuff i absolutely loved that phone wise i can't even remember what it was called it was a Sony phone, really old, big camera on the back, a like a proper, proper almost camera like a, on the back. And I can't like remember a, like what it was called. I've no idea. I couldn't yeah. even remember what it was called. Okay. That was a, my first phone. Okay. Okay. Proper, so you, you reminisce Well, proper smartish phone. Smartish. Yeah. Mm. Um, you mentioned the Game Boy. Mm. I had a question. I always ask people this question because I can't remember. What was the battery life on the Game Boy back then? Oh, I, someone asked me that question. I just four double A's. Didn't it sort of just depend on if you use Duracell or some cheap pan batteries? <laughs> <laughs> right. <laughs> I don't know. I I I, I, I can honestly tell you. can't remember. I can. It tell was you probably it's... good for then, but for yeah. now, you'd look because at it. And I go, never. I, I, how I could I game have, on that? I have these memories. I have the Game Boy Color back mm. there, but I do have these memories of like, mm. oh, it's about to die, or it died. Yeah. Like, like it died and I couldn't save and now I lost all my Pokemon. But like the, I remember those moments, but I don't remember how long it was. Like obviously we don't have that mentality back then. Yeah, no, I can't remember how long it was. I think I, it was depending on the batteries you had or. Yeah. But at the time, I don't think battery tech was that advanced. So it couldn't have been long, could it? Yeah. Get a proper gaming session, probably three, two or three hours. It's about three hours because, and here's how I know. I used to, this is why I knew the Game Boy was going to take off. I oh, we should have asked the flight. old guy. That's yeah, it. I remember being on flights <laughs> when I was a kid. And I remember looking over. He like wasn't a kid guy. when it came out. Yeah, I remember being uh, like, you know, 15, like 10, 12 years old being on flights. And there was a gentleman sitting next to me who was had, had a Game Boy in his hand. But he was like an executive looking guy. He's playing Tetris. 
And I asked him, I'm like, I knew that was going to take off. He was sitting there and I was like, I had a Game Boy and like four double A's. What I used to do is I used to carry four extra double A's or if I was in a pinch two, you you could eke out two, right? If two were dead, you can get two out of the brand new ones. It was about three and a half, four hours, and it was toast. That's it. No, that's true. That's what I also, used to do, the same it was, thing. It was brightness-driven, right? So if you really crank the brightness up. So I knew when I was getting like that three-hour mark, I'd start to kind of dial the brightness down just so we could barely <laughs> see it, just to try to squeeze another 20 minutes of that out of there. But, yeah, it was it was, it was was pretty it was oh, pretty, yeah. it was pretty rough. Back yeah, in, we're, we're throwing back now. <laughs> yeah, and then, of course, Aditya. <laughs> yeah, gravity. Um, yeah. Okay. <laughs> that's fair. <laughs> so i guess the next question is what uh what phone is currently are you reviewing what are you looking forward to like what's going on like i know you saw the velvet i, I saw your content definitely want to hear some and, and definitely I'm, want to talk about the velvet and yes. outside the video it would you know what like you know what else are your thoughts about it feelings about it like mm. as an overall play in the lg like where is it trying to position itself? Like what are your yeah. thoughts about those kinds? Because obviously there's not everything you can mention in a video, is this? Oh, of course, right. There's there's so many like little thoughts, and that's the thing. Like uh, rather than just sort of honing in on specific specifications on a phone and then like doing like I'll never do a battery test. I'll never do like there there are even camera tests where they have like those huge boards and they take a picture of it and then pixel peep in. Like those are things that I feel like they matter to people who want it. But for me, if I, if it doesn't matter to me, what's the point of me showing it? Right. Yeah. So those those little like minute things. But as far as uh, as far as other things that I'm reviewing, I'm currently reviewing Rudolph Group, and uh, <laughs> <laughs> um, th- there's always this landmine, uh, landfield, uh, landmine field, field of land. What's yeah. the term? <laughs> like minefield. Minefield. Thank you. <laughs> there's always this minefield of like all these NDA behind NDA things that we can't talk about, obviously. Right. Uh, but I will say my my current thing that I'm really adoring is the uh, the Xiaomi Mi Band Five. Okay. Um, Isa just did her review on this. I've always been a fan of the Mi Bands. Like for forty bucks, you can get a good sleep tracker. It's a good, uh, it's a good silent alarm because the motor on this is actually pretty good. Mm-hmm. Uh, but yeah, if if you've never if if you're really skeptical about smartwatches in general, just pick up a forty dollar Mi Band and just have some fun with it. Like just mess yeah. around. Um, as far as the Velvet goes, it's about time. Like someone in the chat I, I saw earlier said something about the LG Chocolate, and that's a really good like jumping off place because. LG did a really good job over the last few years proving that as far as just sort of tech specs and uh, just the mechanics of a phone, they've got that down. It's fine. You know, you can argue that their cameras may or may not be as good as some of the others. Uh, but in, at the end of the day, it, they just know what they are doing as far as building yeah. a phone. Now, making a phone look sexy, that's mm-hmm. a different thing. You know, because we think about the the chocolate. I actually think about back if we're talking pre twenty eleven. I remember all the phones they used to make that had all that had all of these really interesting design cues. Like for example, um, they used to have like a, a dumb phone that had a screen that would turn. That mm. way you could watch uh, videos at that aspect ratio. It was very right. forward thinking. Uh, back in the days of the LG G4, the G4 had, was the curved one with the leather backings mm. and whatnot. That was very forward thinking. And then you got into like the V and the later G models that just kind of felt like, you know, oh, we we put a lot of work into the camera app. And it's like, that's it though? Like, <laughs> Yeah, they're kind of antiseptic kind of thing. Yeah, exactly. So when the Velvet came out, it was like, oh, they're actually, now they're finally... What I find so funny about LG, and I and I love LG to death. I actually have friends uh, from from Korea uh, in the LG divisions. What I find so funny, and I've told them this before to their face. I'm like, you live in a, you, your your company is in a country that is all about that outward appearance. It's mm-hmm. all about the fashion, and style, and, and it's style. Yeah. 
And there's a and, and I and I told them there's a reason why every Korean drama right now is rocking notes and S Galaxy S devices. Uh, the most popular Korean drama of 2020, Z flips are all over that show. Right, right. You need to like the phones need to look good, and then you put your fundamentals in. And I feel like they did that with the Velvet. I feel mm. like they got it right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, I will admit though, in the lexicon of LG cameras, it's not on par. Just mm-hmm. for me, the main sensor is fine, but we're getting into this trend right now. Uh, we're getting into this trend right now where the main sensor gets all the love and then all the other lenses are just like, mm, they're there. <laughs> Get like an 8 megapixel ultra wide that can't even record 4K. Like, what is that? Like, how, what kind of what kind of choice is that? That's my only real qualm with that, with that phone. Mm-hmm. But otherwise, um, the look of the phone, it's great. I got that green one. Uh, yeah, it was sharp. Oh, the LG Velvet is definitely a look. Like, it's definitely away from LG's normal look. Mm-hmm. And I, I do like it. And they, they put that thought into multiple parts of the phone. So mm-hmm. um, the, the, the velvet version of LG's UI is actually pretty nice to look at at this point. It's still a little clunky in terms of like just experience, but overall it's a good look and it's very customizable. The theme engine is very powerful. Um, but the other thing too is that dual screen case. Yeah, It's finally a little bit thick, uh, thinner mm-hmm. and it's a different color. It's not just this gray thing. Mm-hmm. Um, which I actually applaud them more for making the dual screen case easy on the eyes than I do the velvet itself, because that makes it an accessory I'm happy to have on the phone. Right. Yeah. Rather than the V60 dual screen, I'm like, oh, it's bulky. No oh, yeah. You and have it's a, have got a, all have, glass on the front. Have a G8X, <laughs> and then you're in more, in more. So I have a G8X, mm-hmm. and it's... Well, you've just got use, it back. I can't but, use yeah. it. Like, well, the whole front end is glass, and I know if I drop it, it's going to shatter... And it's just like, it's like, I wish they would come out with, they take the G8X and make another iteration of the velvet case for, you know, like that would fit where other phones. So they can kind of, I know they won't obviously, but I have the G8X and yeah, the bulk is a problem. Also, yeah. I found out um, that the mag connection won't work with Android auto. So it will, it'll transfer data. But if you have Android auto, I checked this out in my Corolla, I plug it in with the case on it. It won't, Android auto won't come up. Mm. so it won't work through the mac the, the dual screen case well i so, already lost mine so hmm. yeah well there you go <laughs> yeah like, you know how hard i tried not to lose that while i had your gax here i know <laughs> a little thing that little tiny thing i'm carrying around that i've got my other phone i've got the dongle i've got my wireless headset. i'm like this is too much i just <laughs> i just need a phone that plug everything i don't need to carry all this stuff around with me well uh, yeah. uh the homie frat produce over here was yeah asking, I was and this this would be a question for all of us because this is a question that keeps coming up recently i have an example here actually um you know this is not the velvet obviously but we did just do content on the x50 pro with this gimbal mm-hmm. camera up here but it does have a curved screen so jaime and i were talking about earlier but i would ask you guys as well like i actually want to hear from you guys how do you guys feel about curved screens uh, <laughs> I, don't, I don't see the point of them. I'd, I'd, I'd rather have my screens flat. Okay. Uh, just, I don't see the point. Apart from looks, what else do you get from a curved edge that you can't get from a flat screen? Mm-hmm. Aside from a case not fitting it properly and leaving the edge exposed and it being more fragile. I don't see the point in a curved screen. Personally, mm-hmm. that's just me, obviously. Yeah. Even though all the phones I own have curved have screens curved except <laughs> except the rog but that's because most phones now have a curved screen samsung are starting to move back towards a flatter screen mm-hmm. i'm hoping 
other companies at least give us an option to have a flat screen. Yeah. How about Sam? I they don't. I I like the aesthetic. They don't bother me because I don't. I'm I'm used to because every phone I have has always got a case. So when I'm holding it, it's not going to be. I I don't have any problem with accidental touches. I I think that what Huawei did with the the, the P40 with it like real extreme, where like you now actually have now controls. Because I had that problem with the the U12, right? Because they had those faux buttons, right? They oh, weren't that's right, right? Yeah. So you get a problem with. I mean, that's great, but it's like a solution looking for a problem. You know, mm -hmm. they weren't really solving anything. So I have the U12 upstairs, and the problem is you get like having to use the screen to actually change the volume, and that it's a little wonky. I don't mind them. It's not a deal breaker. So if a phone had a curved screen, I'm like, well, no, because I know no. I have friends who are like, fuck it, I'm not yeah, buying it's a curved not screen deal phone. Breaker, I'm not no. doing it. Hell no, not happening. No way. I'm like, I'm in the middle between you two. Yeah, I I, degrees because the, right. the one that I hated the most, I can think of two phones that made me dislike curved screens, but it's because they went too far with it. There was the right. Note Edge. Oh, God. Which yeah. is one side, but still. Right. Um, but the other one is, and the reason why I brought up the Vivo is because their last phone, the Next 3, had the waterfall display, and that right. was too much. Yeah. That's mm -hmm. when, like, as we would say, the meat, the meat of the palm is just pressing on something. Right. And yeah. the thing I would hate is when I'm holding the phone and I do like a micro movement with my hand as I tend to, and all of a sudden the entire screen scrolls. <laughs> or you, or you launch something that you're not intending to do. Yeah. It's Indeed. Just, uh, yeah. But this, yeah. this brings me to a thought: like, how come we don't have like a flat screen, but then the you could still have the curve. That's fine. But why not have the screen be flat, but then there is still a curve of the glass even if that's just more bezel. Like, that's what I keep thinking. Like, is, th is that just bad design? Am I just not a good designer? <laughs> well, because, well, because no, have, I think that's where the Samsung's gone. No, oh. Samsung's done that. They, yeah. If you look at the, especially like the S20s, but more so the Note 10 and the upcoming Note 20, it's looking like 99% of the front screen is flat, mm -hmm. but the curves around the edge are the bezel. And I think specifically for the Note, that was because... Was it the Note 8? They got a lot of grief for the pen not touching the edges and, you know, like oh, right, not being yeah. enough surface area. So mm -hmm. they sort of switched with the Note 9. And then onwards, the more flat screen they have on the notes, the more easier it is to use the pen because that's, that's the point. Yeah. So I think the notes are getting <laughs> better. And the Oppo I've got is not the, – the Find X2 Pros is not bad. I don't yeah. hate them. It's just I don't see the point in them. Unless yeah. you've got an actual reason, like I suppose the Moto Edge, it's got the option to have the triggers on the, you know, like on the touch sides because yeah. I think which which kind of worked, but I'm still doing the, yeah, the, the clock. yeah you're, you're, yeah you're, it's 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 not it didn't work, but at least they tried to make the edge useful. Like yeah, they, they didn't just stick it there for no reason and go, well, there's an edge. Right. Before, and, well, and it's an edge. Like, and, that's, why? and that's the thing we've done now is that we've gone to this and I don't know who's driving this because I don't hear many people asking for it. It's just like mm. bezel's phone has to have no bezels anywhere ever for any reason at all. I mean, I've got my pixel, you know, it's got yeah. the top bezel, the pixel four XL. It's got that little top bezel. People are like, Oh, well it's not symmetrical. You, you got to really find some other shit to get involved in, in your life. If you're actually <laughs> sitting there and stroking out, like literally, I mean, we've got to the point where it's yep. like, I mean, we're almost like it's it's and, I, and you're you're a sports guy, right? You're you're a basketball fan. How many times have you listened to people who are sports people just get hung up on some of the dumbest shit imaginable? It's like, what <laughs> are we even talking about here? It's like, are we lot. just we want to fight about something and we can't find enough yep. to fight about? So let's fight about stuff that doesn't really matter. And it's like, 
the fact that the has a bezel, but there's a reason why it has a bezel as a solely radar. There's a reason for the bezel. Mm -hmm. And it's like, mm -hmm. and then the problem is if they made the bezel match to be symmetrical, you'd have a whole bunch of people pissing them on. I'm like, look how much bezels on a 2019 flagship mm -hmm. or that's a bunch of horse shit. But like, I love the pixel oh, four XL. It's a I great phone. It's it's Absolutely awesome. great phone. My favorite phone of 2019 mm -hmm. was the Pixel 3a. So I yeah. have no <laughs> yeah. Pixel phones are good. I've lost phones. all credibility with the bezel layers. <laughs> like um, but this I, I agree with you there. Like it is yeah. nice when there are no bezels, but at the same time it's like okay, first of all, to anybody to any of you out there who look at a phone and go, There are bezels, screw this thing, well then go buy a phone that doesn't. Right, they're yeah, there. Exactly. Simple. A lot exactly. of the times when people get pissed off about literally anything, the solution is actually really simple. Right. Like, mm -hmm. what, what's that called? Occam's razor, isn't that it? Right. Um, like the solutions are always so simple. It's like the whole. And again, we're gonna go back to it. Like, just wear a fucking mask, bro. Like, just right. just wear it. <laughs> oh, <laughs> don't even get me started on that. That's yeah. my. That's like ninety well, percent of I my can, job is arguing with people about putting a mask up. Well, if I can, if I can rant <laughs> about that for just one second. Absolutely. Sure. <laughs> if you walk into a store. And your express, if your express um, objective is to shop in that store, and they tell you you can't shop here unless you wear a mask, what is your objective? Shop in that store. So what do you do? Use critical thinking. How do you I work are with these preaching people? Because I am yeah. a retail worker. I work because in a food store. I am a management in the food retail. That's what I do. <laughs> exactly. So like, if you if, so work with them so that you can do the mm -hmm. thing you came there to do. If you if if you get into an argument and you start making a scene, then clearly your objective was not to shop at that store. Exactly. So get the <laughs> hell out. <laughs> mm -hmm. well, and, and oh, trust me, it, it's. Yeah, it is like that a lot. <laughs> well, and, <laughs> and I a lot more than you'd think as well. It's just you think people phone, they ring. Do we have to wear a mask to come in your place? Yes. Well, I'm not coming then. Okay. <laughs> yeah, there you go. Then you're not well, shopping. Well, and that's the Bye. because a lot of and that's that's the and when Matt told me that, I find it to be interesting because that's everybody thinks this mask wearing is like an American. Yeah, fuck it. I ain't doing that kind of crazy shit. That's I'm an American. Smart. No, that's not an American concept. The whole not nope. wearing a mask thing and just being an obdurate dick. That's a universal problem. You got it like that anywhere. We have to wear masks, right? You know, so, we're working and we're, you know, it's hot. It's horrible wearing the masks, but we have to wear the masks yeah. Yeah, we to do. be safe. That's the point. <laughs> and so I just find I mean? it funny is, and you're right. It's, and here's the thing, just at a core level, remember that grocery store chain, that bodega, whatever, that's a private store. If they tell you you have to wear a red shirt to come in the store, you have to wear a red shirt. They can refuse anyone service. It's not public. This isn't you're not no. going into a courthouse. Well, we're like that. We're a community-based company. Right. So they can tell you to fuck off. It's like they can just walk in for no reason and say you can't be here. It's and I was a police officer and I'm telling you I used to do that and they'd be like, "Hey, you got to tell this guy to get out of here. Why? Because we think he's harassing customers." Okay, pal, you got a pound sand. Sorry, man. Well, it's bullshit. Yeah, it's a I mean, private they have, store. They have the uh, they have the sign there, like no shirt, right. no shoes. You know, like and that that everyone just sort of says, okay, that's fine. Well, add mask to that sign, like right. That's mm -hmm. what you need. Anyway, to, to get back onto that, <laughs> yeah, yeah. We're, there, we've there was something I wanted you guys' thoughts on actually, and this is something sure. that I've been saying on a lot of shows and a lot of videos recently. Um, so the Velvet has the Snapdragon seven sixty five G, and um, we were all we all watched, or in my case, I was there when they announced it, and I was very excited to hear that they were going to create a mid range processor that would have many of the same performance specs and many of the same experiences, and I was very excited for that. Phones are going to get cheaper. That's great. 
But then I realized, once the Velvet came into my hands, that I was thinking about it all wrong. Because the 765G, if you put that in the hands of anybody, they won't be able to tell the difference. Mm-hmm. It's a great nope. processor. That that phone flies still. We're going to be seeing that processor in more places. Like, do you? how do you feel about the spec side of things because as we get into the rest of this year with phones that are below 700 below 600 below 500 if the 765g is at the helm like where do you land on the whole like spec race thing um changing i think at this this point in time i don't think specs matter Mm -hmm. it doesn't matter like you can have an 865 you can have a 765 you can have a six you know it doesn't matter what's in it because nowadays for what most people use their phones for it's going to run smoothly unless you're really going to be using your phone, creating 4k rendering, you know, like then a seven, it doesn't matter. I don't get why people get so hung up on specs because we was me and Juan was talking about this earlier in the discord. You're not going shopping saying your Snapdragon 865 is going to make your Facebooking experience any better than the seven, <laughs> you know, like it, it doesn't mean anything unless you are creator focused mm-hmm. you know like it, it doesn't i don't get why people get hung up on it because the velvet is a perfect example yeah and the tcls tcl 10 10 pro perfect examples the phones run perfectly yeah little bit of gaming on them good cameras good screens doesn't matter what's under the hood does it work yeah there you go Mm-hmm. Is it for what you're going to use it for? It doesn't matter what I want it for. Is it going to be good for what you use it for? Yeah. Then specs, again, they don't really matter. It's also the whole, like, <laughs> and back to our whole discussion of, like, people need to calm down about bezels. Like, who who in the chat? Go ahead. Let's name yourself. Um, <laughs> out, out yourself. Here we go. Josh, Josh is going to, like, go, you just come out and be here. Just own it. Who, who of you like okay i get it i might be i might be considered a critic you know given my 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 occupation and whatnot and i get that like i will i will mention when things either work or don't work or if there's stutters or if there's lag but who of you out there are actually using a phone and the moment you see any stutter you're like fuck this phone (laughs) (laughs) said no one ever said no no one the thing is the comment in in comment sections i do see that like there there are times when i'm using a phone on a video and there's like the time code saw that lag this phone sucks (laughs) (laughs) who you shill you're just gonna push it anyway aren't you josh because you're just a bitch you're just gonna do it anyway you're like holy shit mm -hmm. what is happening here that's exactly my reaction it's like guys like it happens sometimes there's stutter sometimes guys like it just happens even an iphone stutters once in a while come on yeah and i just every phone does (laughs) yeah i just wonder who out there is like that like what what, do you need to meditate or something like (laughs) (laughs) yeah Yeah. that's precisely it like the 76 the 765 is just a processor from qualcomm it's it's just as good as the 865 for what 90% of people are going to do mm-hmm. on a phone. It's not going to make might... a difference to me. It doesn't, it wouldn't even make a difference to me. And I do, I use my phones for ever, like this. If I was using the velvet to do this, it wouldn't be any different Yeah. to what I'm doing right now. Apart from the fact that I have a headphone jack and I wouldn't have a stupid dongle plugged into my phone. But you right. know, the, apart from that, that's the only thing you wouldn't notice. Nobody would realize, and I wouldn't notice a difference between the Find X2 Pro and a Velvet or even a TCL. I could do that this on a TCL. 
watch my media, play my games, run a stream. Yeah, I guess my my thinking about this is is it's it's funny how people complain about the cost of phones, right? And the eight sixty five is known as is the driver oh, for that course, that cost, right? Mm-hmm. So it's like, okay, so you're bitching about the phone being expensive. But you have the 865. So here is a 765G or a 770 or a 660 or whatever yep. to get that price more in alignment with your budget, which what you consider to be a phone you can do, right? That five, four, five, six hundred dollar price range. But then you want to, I'm okay if now I'm the now the price is right, but the processor now sucks because it ain't. <laughs> it's, it's That's like, exactly it. Yeah. It's like my question. I always go a lot deeper than that. It's like, what are your priorities on a phone? Yeah. Like, yeah. are you a pri- if you if you're a spec dork? Right. If you're into it and you got to have 865, then you're going to have to pay to play. And then mm-hmm. you're just going to have to be there at that thousand nine hundred twelve hundred dollar price point, And you're going to have to be, you have well, to rock that. You're going to throw rock- a pocket phone. Pocket well, you phone could. Too, um, you throw one of them at them and say, right. okay, there's I your price. There's your come- performance. I love that people bring that up, but like there are people who uh, I have discussions with or in the comments and they're all like, well, why would you do this if you couldn't get a Poco? And I'm like, is the Poco even on sale in the U.S.? No. Uh, well, so, yeah, but I live in the UK. He lives so. in the UK. So for him, yeah, but I mean, yeah, it's like you. We have the real me's, the Xiaomi's. We have right. the offers. You want to complain about else. a product you can't even fucking buy? It's yeah, like exactly. okay, you can't buy a Huawei P40. Go to Best Buy and so you can go pick one up. Well, then why are you complaining about the fact that it, the waterfall screen is ridiculous? That's well, that's not coming to probably any other phone. Or if it does, then don't buy that phone. But yeah. it just mm-hmm. it. it I'm oh totally okay with the Velva having a 765. I'm okay. I used a BlackBerry Key too, and it had like what a 660 in it. I love that phone. Yeah, that phone was that it matters to me anyway because I live in the UK, like I just said, and LG doesn't like us, so we right. don't get any LG phones. So it's Ever. just one of those things where I I, I think as I'm since all about, the G7, and I'm glad that 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 mid range space is now getting exploited. Like companies are driving to that mid range. They're going to. Mm-hmm. The you know the one pluses are going there. Other you know the iPhone well, made that's it SE. It. That's like three ninety nine. Hell, I don't. They're doing market SE specific as well, aren't they? So, yeah. so somebody's like the Velvet, for instance. It's rumored to be coming here. If it does, I'm going to be extremely happy because I used Juan's V50, and I've used Sam's LG GX, and I do miss having an LG phone and that quad back. And it, if I buy one here, I have to make sure I get the right model. So it gets updates and it works on UK networks, no matter which one I switch to, because they use different bands and it's like, ugh, no, just, I want a flipping LG phone in the UK. Yeah. And then, and then Andrew makes this point about Issa making points on TK stream, about outside the Western markets having, mm. yeah, I mean, agreed. I mean, American markets are a little bit more kind of controlled, carrier controller it seems like you have a lot more flexibility in asia and europe it's strange though because for us because obviously we're in europe even though we're closer to you we get all the mid-range phones the same we get access to all them they're all on sale and retailers and everything all over here the thing is they're they're all here too is Mm -hmm. is the funny part is like well maybe not the redmi's and the yeah obviously there are yeah there are plenty of mid-range phones in the u.s for a good price but the the reason why it, it the reason why it sucks here is because the marketing and the uh, the outward expression of those phones is based on the carriers, and the carriers just never have enough budgeted for. I don't think that's just a US thing. That's the same. Fair. That's why. Yeah. I know Cricket's got great phones. I know that. I know that we have mid-range phones in T-Mobile Boost. and all that, but they and never Boost talk about stuff, it. Yeah. In yeah. Boost, yeah. Um, but the other thing too is like, there's really only one thing that companies have to do in the US this year or maybe next year for their next flagship releases. 
please, 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 companies, I don't care who you are, just add this to your presentations. We think you'll love this phone. It's great. The S30 Ultra Maxi Pad, whatever. And um, we Bounce think you'll up. love this. <laughs> we'll love, we think you'll love this phone. And then put a next slide that goes, but if you think it's a little much, check out this other thing that we have that we created for oh, you. Oh, yeah. S20 hmm. Lite or whatever the case may be, uh, A71, A81. The, the A range is pretty yeah. decent, to be fair. Yeah. So they just need to say that. Just put that one line in the in, in the presentation and people will suddenly realize, hey, I don't have to pay $1,200 yeah. for a phone. <laughs> right, know? and you can, get the, you can, you can buy to the experience. Phone. You can buy to the, the level of phone. If you're a hardcore gamer and you need bleeding mm -hmm. edge tech, then you're probably going to gravitate to a ROG, a Black Shark, a OnePlus. Mm -hmm. If you just need a phone Same that works... Me. Yeah, you know, or if you're like me that doesn't really game on a on a phone very often because I have access to like a Switch and it's just not a thing I do, yeah. mm -hmm. then you I'm perfectly okay with that. I was okay with getting the phone. I'm okay with getting I have a U12. It doesn't have bleeding edge specs. It works perfectly fine. I can still use it and take and actually I would say some of the audio recordings pretty on par with with some phones today. I would say even better. I feel like Sam I feel like Sam's clinched like clenching oh. his phone the the key to the <laughs> u12 not... he, he loves no. these phones away from like me. a lot yeah. <laughs> well it's because to me a phone is more about the experience that's why i loved windows phone that we've never really we never that's something i i, I loved using a windows phone. i would use one right now if i could get at least you tried the apps i did but the I got one you got 20. did have a busted. faulty <laughs> sim tray yeah but uh, Can they I just because I just downloaded on one of one of the like on a recent phone I I, I downloaded the Microsoft launcher and I haven't really oh, played yeah. around with it a whole lot. But why Microsoft just make a live tiles launcher? Oh like, God, just, I would be like, oh, they yeah. do have like launcher. Yeah, the problem with that is any hardcore fan like Sam, once you get <laughs> so far into the settings, it's just Android again, isn't it? Like. Yeah, He'll no. enjoy the home screen, no, but then I... as soon as you start going into the phone, there's only so far a launcher will go. And it, hardcore sounds like fan of, fans like Sam will be like, no, no, no. I, no if they <laughs> if they could come out with a launcher that pretty much was ninety percent of like yeah. how the Windows Phone looked, like mm -hmm. just aesthetically, maybe not the settings menus, I don't care. But it, like when you, if it was like a, an actual proper live tile with some hooks for mm. some APIs on some of the Google stuff, if Microsoft could do that. I would launch that. I Microsoft would don't, but there them. are there are launches on the Play Store. That yeah, are like the launcher, and stuff, launcher yeah. ten. They're they're pretty good. I mean, it's not bad, but yeah. I mean, I I, I have to admit, I, I do cling nostalgically to those. Old <laughs> I'm right yep. there with you as far as uh, uh, as far as experience is concerned, because there's there's one memory I'll always have with the key two, and it, it's it's so simple. But when I think back on it, it's like yeah, that was the experience of the key two. I'm in Twitter. Press and hold, copy by using uh, Control C or Alt C, whatever the the key was, right. and then shortcut T to Telegram, mm -hmm. and then uh, whatever the the whatever it was like a uh, Control V to paste to send to like David, mm. and like oh, yeah. it was all just done on the keyboard on the keyboard, just mm -hmm. do, do 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 do, and it was very tactile like that. Experiences like that are so rare now, and yeah, uh, it, it's really a shame, you know, like that the that the most that we'll ever get is like this toggle right here. Like that's, oh. really, that's the most we'll ever get as far as right. tactile experience is concerned. Yeah, I mean, heck, when I had uh, my key too, I didn't have anything on my home screen because everything was just shortcuts. It, yes. asked, mm -hmm. it was a shift S or whatever. I had long press S, I had short press T. I just, I got to the point where I didn't even use anything on the home. I didn't even touch my screen really, unless I I was using that. I, I, I it's making me want to get a key too again. So, you know, God well, me. this is it. This is what yeah. it does yeah. mine. I never got one. It's one of the phones that got away from me. 
I never ended up getting one. Um, oh. You try and find one for sale in the UK. It's there are maybe a couple in near Scotland, you know, secondhand, but that's like you can't really find them. But I'm definitely going to try one at some point. I want to get my hands on one, yeah. <laughs> even Good if they're time. old. I don't care. I just want that ex- to say I had that experience again. Yeah. Well, I can tell you one thing is I wish an hour and 11 minutes would go this fast at my job that it's gone here. I cannot believe we're already at an hour and 11. And it's I know, good. and I didn't even get to – right, we, we was talking about the bezels. Right. Sony have Sony did the right thing this year. Bring back the headphone jack. Bring back the front-firing speakers. Give us control of the camera. I love that. But what me and what, – what we was talking about on the Discord earlier was the fact that we miss – mods like moto mods oh yeah the, we was taught how the ex, you could have the the possibilities were endless with that kind of tech and it was True. a shame that it disappeared modularity because, is a great idea yeah. but it just left a bad taste in the mouth when all of mm. all of the moto mods turned out to be not so great <laughs> yeah. yeah well this is what i mean but it's like with the first generation second generation third generation and so oh, on sure. it could have come to the time like now we could have been sitting here with audio mods. Like you use separate DACs and stuff. You could have had a mod for that. And mm-hmm. I could be plugged into that right now, streaming in high quality audio instead of this. <laughs> and uh, you, you, but you know what I mean? It's sort of that kind of thing that we, we miss now because we get a phone. It's the same as that phone, that phone, this phone. Mm-hmm. Th- there's no, wow, that, that's the phone for me because it does this, this, and this. I just missed the days where we had that. I'm out. Oh, battery. Bang the mod on. Yeah. Watching media. Oh, JBL speaker. Done. Yeah. Audio device on the back. You know, they could have made any sort of mod for it. And I just thought it was worth talking about because it's something that we don't see. And LG, admittedly, the G5 was a bit of a mess. But <laughs> they could, if they'd carried that on in a separate line from the G series, we could have been somewhere else now. Yeah. It's just a shame that we're not going to see that again because it was something different. I know I understand marketing costs for, you know, like it's not worth it for them to do it because it's not it costs too much to make. No one buys them. It's just a shame from a tech nerd's point of view. I, yeah, I do agree with that. Like you can to extend the capabilities mm. of any one device, being able to add bits and pieces to it. That's a really good idea. I remember, um, I know no one, I know we are not meant to talk about it a whole lot, but like Essential tried to do mm. that too. Right. Um, mm. But yeah, like the Moto Mods were another another example of that. The thing is with the G5, I blame the Note 7 for killing the G5 modularity because it made everyone realize that any access to any battery is probably the worst idea. <laughs> so, right. <laughs> so not a good that plan, was the thing. Yeah. yeah, that was the thing about the G5. Or G, G5? G, G5. Yeah, the G5. G5. Yeah, um, the module. So like... I like the idea of modularity, but my only problem with it is that, like, just modularity for the sake of adding features that could be, you could put that level of thought into the original design of the phone already. Mm. I'm, and I'm not the kind of person that would say this phone has to have literally everything, but if yeah. it's if it's already crappy to begin with, I would probably buy a different phone anyway. Yeah. You know, like, why would I put another $200 yeah. down just for a JBL speaker? Yeah, the uh, price yeah. of the mods was a big factor, yeah. I think. But I just think that it would have been interesting to see with now what companies are doing, what could they have come up with? 
You know who's doing that right though? People is, bother um, about battery and car. Oh, the battery's not very good. This is not very good. Yeah. I'm surprised mods didn't take off because people <laughs> were always moaning about this, this, and that and other. With them, you could just you could have the battery mod. There you go. Off you go. You yeah, saw it for and, the day. And I agree with you there. It's just that there's um the only the only phones that are actually trying it and in some ways succeeding are gaming phones. Mm-hmm. Because yeah. you do have things like the you do have things like like older ROG phones. Uh, mm-hmm. I have no idea. I, I don't even know if I'm getting the upcoming one. But anyway, like I putting am. a fan on there. <laughs> oh, there you go. <laughs> putting putting like just latching a fan on there. Great idea. Latching some controllers on there. Great idea. And they they manage to do it in such mm-hmm. a way that makes sense because that's what a gamer is used to. Right. And yeah. like with most things in the world, like where gaming goes, sort of the rest of the world kind of goes because that's where they have the experimentation. That's where you have yeah. these laptops that are like, we're going to make the most powerful laptop of all time. And then all of a sudden the creative world blew up and they realized that gaming specs actually really help us creators. <laughs> so right. yeah. now we have companies who make gaming laptops that have very sleek business designs, you know? And then I think the same thing should happen in phones, honestly. You know, like my, my perfect example and by the way, um, shows usually an hour. Like, yeah, we're over. That's okay. We're gonna, we're gonna go to 120, so we're good. We have four minutes oh, okay. left. Rocket. That's cool for you. I'm, we'll, I'm we'll, having a great time, by the way. Yeah, so, me. But, uh, but oh, yeah, no, yeah, I just couldn't believe it was like an hour and ten. I'm like, holy shit, we're at like 110. It's like, <laughs> well, like this that. show used to be two hours. We had to drop it because it was too long for audio for podcast. <laughs> oh, really? Oh, okay. yeah. Um, well, my my favorite example of that sort of evolution is this Red Magic. Uh, oh, that's this yeah, is like this that. looks so good and oh the thing is, wait it's let me come out the chat oh uh, yeah that phone <laughs> so this this is my favorite example of a why the fuck not phone right because mm-hmm. there's a fan built in there are triggers it has a mm-hmm. high refresh rate and it's just like 144 hertz refresh rate on the screen like why the hell not this is exactly sure. and you know what it actually kind of just looks like a phone like it's not right. too crazy and that's exactly what happened with a lot of peripherals and products in the tech world after gaming kind of went nuts with it. Now you can get a Dell uh, monitor that has like 120 hertz or something like that. Right. But before yeah. it used to be on the old like before it used to be on like on on I keep thinking of Asus, but it used to be on their monitors that you wouldn't you wouldn't bring a girlfriend to your room if your monitor was that big and looked like a monster on your desk. Right. You know what I mean? Like, dude. <laughs> Okay. Yeah. And you have like four of them, and it's like, right. like compensating oh. much. Yeah. Yeah. Like games, do you? Probably doesn't like dating that much then. Okay. But like, yeah, but those kinds of features are starting to make it into more, I'll, I'll use the word pedestrian products. And mm-hmm. this is a good example. And I want that to be where we take what should have been modularity. I want those, I want that spirit to be in phones moving forward. Um, yeah. So we get good looking regular phones that just happen to be pretty dope in certain ways that you didn't realize. Right. Yeah. Absolutely. Performance. Like the ROG 3, it's going to be overclocked 865 plus, isn't it? If they can do that, why is that not just standard? I don't know. <laughs> like, it's just just because they can then say, hey, it's overclocked in a gaming phone. Yeah. Yeah. If they can do it, just do it. Like, you only, you other, only can't because... This is a whole different conversation in and of itself. Oh, yeah. and I'd be happy to, to discuss it another time. But like... What is the point, though, of having overclocked processors if the games themselves are not supporting that level of performance? I've never played a game on a phone that has required me to attach a fan <laughs> and and flipping have an overclocked CPU, GPU. Like, you know, I've never, 
played a game that much but you know what? That that's hard. the reason why i adore this phone just for like how it, mm. it how it found practical reasons to have things like yeah the, the triggers yes that's a very gaming thing but the fan imagine this you're playing a game uh let's say call of duty mobile on your phone it's plugged in that thing gets hot yep mainly because you're charging it while you're maybe it's a fast charger even you know this fan keeps that from being a problem so it's yeah. not about pushing the performance it's just about keeping things at an even keel and i love that that's the yeah. reason why this actually makes a lot of sense to me and why we should see a little bit more it does thought. and i do like the gaming phones not some of them uh design wise are a bit out there mm-hmm. but ones like that and the rogs like the rogs design is not too much you know like i can you can use it as an everyday phone same yeah. with the red magic 5g everyday phone if you want a game it's got the triggers it's got the fan even though we know you should never play hard gaming whilst your phone is charging with a fan on it because you're just going to kill your battery <laughs> yeah. and uh, we got tk's in the house your, your buddy showed up a uh, little, little yeah I, I mean he may be uh maybe it was Bye, listening the whole time yeah Bye, TK's TK. here. <laughs> TK, we were just we were just complaining that you have my velvet <laughs> right mm. way to go you should bring it back to, to tk actually tk yeah. made a good point apparently on my youtube profile or my whatever it shows me like really like clean it's like an old picture from like probably seven years ago i actually have no beard and he goes like he needs to update that picture because he doesn't look like you do that. need to update that picture you are not 25 anymore no i'm not even 35 <laughs> anymore, so. you know what like envy on my part I, I can't even do i can't even do facial hair like it's just not it's oh just this my... this is three weeks this okay. is three weeks I get five well, o'clock. This is fresh. I actually shaved before I came on the show. <laughs> no, what's good about me is I get a five o'clock shadow at two thirty. So I, mm. growing facial hair is easy. I was starting to look homeless, so I really needed to sort of (laughs) trim mine down a little bit. And you know what? This is actually very appropriate because the facial hair conversation comes in when the king of the beard, Mr. TK, is oh yeah, definitely. Epic levels. I can't. I can't grow mine like that. I I could. It would take me a few years, but I, I had it pretty good going on about last year when i let it go for like seven months it was like yeah it was getting a little woolly mammoth looking so yeah tk's beard game is on point that's for mm-hmm. sure a man never reveals his beard secrets <laughs> <laughs> so we're at that 120 mark so uh josh i'm sure anybody in the chat who's been listening i'm sure they already know how to find you if they already aren't subscribed are big fans and if they don't though can you please direct them to where's the best way to, to listen content contact you and just generally absorb a little bit of the jv Oh, absolutely. Um, all right, so I love that. Looking... I've always looked that. It's, all, it's the best. Like, it's awesome. It's like this. It's like this, right? It's almost mm-hmm. like that. It's just like, it's... bang. Even I can do it, and I'm a nobody. I'm just like some dude, right? It's awesome. <laughs> well, I appreciate that. Thank you. Like, it, it, actually, surprisingly enough, a lot of thought had to go into that because I was thinking, because I've had this syndrome in my life where I think of cool things, but then people don't really get it right away. Like, right. certain stage names that I've had in the past, like, people just don't get it. Like I used to have, um, when I was a spoken word poet in uh, college, my stage name was Manyoshu, which is Japanese for 10,000 leaves. And, um, but the thing is people would say, man, your shoe. And I was just like, I'm not talking about your shoe, bro. Anyway, (laughs) but this seems pretty easy. And it's just that when the logo comes up on my videos, a little JV just sort of appears on the bottom that way, just in case, just in case you don't realize what you're looking at. (laughs) (laughs) But in any case, yeah, you can find me across any social media. Um, if you can find me on, I am a little bit more active on Twitter these days, mainly because it's the age of ranting. Uh, but also over on my Instagram, I am trying to get better at posting especially with all the different phones that we're messing around with these days oh, yeah. um but yeah you can find me on either of those platforms at jv tech t 
and here here comes the uh, here comes the phrase. Because I'm JV, I love tech, and I love to drink me some tea. There you uh, go. <laughs> if you want to find me on YouTube, it is youtube.com slash Joshua Vergara. Some people have asked me, why didn't you get JV, uh, JV Tech Tea on YouTube? Uh, it, they, they won't let me. <laughs> Mainly because like I've already done a name change. So they won't oh, let okay. me change it again. Uh, so yeah, youtube.com slash Joshua Vergara. Uh, and then I do also uh, do the Pocket Now Weekly podcast, and I'm also a contributor over at Pocket Now. Right especially since Jaime is stuck in Latin America, is unable to get quite a few of the devices I have been kind of picking up where where I can help out as much as possible. So yeah. um, I may not be at uh, Android Authority anymore, but I'm still sort of like in the pocket of just like collaborations with anybody and everybody. And that's that's really what I love to do. And Adam's asking about the Pocket Now podcast. Is it still on Instagram? Okay, so this is, this is actually a funny thing. And I was going to say this um, on the upcoming episode that I'm editing today. Uh, I'm trying to move the podcast to a platform where it will get not only a live audience, but also better viewership. The problem Mm -hmm. with the YouTube side is that the podcast historically on YouTube, while we really adored having an audience there, the numbers would never line up with the rest of the content. So when you have Jaime do a daily, it's like 100,000 views, but then the podcast is like 8,000. Because people look at like the, the hour and a half like time on it and they just sort of shut off pocket now as a channel is not really known for being a podcast channel that's the thing if you're Mm -hmm. known for being a podcast channel then you can kind of expect for there to be good viewership across the board so i've been trying to find places to put it and we're using Streamyard right now i've actually moved it to Streamyard, and i'm looking to bring it to facebook live twitter and we're going I'm, i'm toying around with this idea we might still do the live on youtube but we just won't keep it there anymore Okay. So when we're done with the live, it disappears, but you can watch it on IGTV and Facebook if you really want to. So Perfect. that's what I'm thinking. That sounds good. Yeah, it's a good, I mean, yeah, it's, that, it's, yeah, it's a good idea. You just wouldn't think there'd be that disparity in numbers. I, I would yeah. think it'd be a little more aligned. Yeah. It's a little different than I would. Because you know what? At the end of the day, I don't know if anybody even knows this, but like at the end of the day, when we have our brands and our content, we're trying to sell it to people. So right. it's, not the, it's not the best look if you have like a million views and then all of a sudden it's like 10. And, they're, and they look at you like, <laughs> Hmm, what happened there? You know what I mean? Right. So it just, yeah. There's a yeah. business kind of side to it. I deal with it all the time because I have certain videos that do really well, but then I still like doing other videos that I know won't do well, but I want to do it. You know, it's, it's, right. it's the creative endeavor. Always. He's trying to find uh, yeah. something that works. And like I said, we, uh, I know I can speak for myself, but definitely for Matt, we appreciate you taking your time on it. And we even we took a little more time yeah. than you had anticipated. And I'm, I'm just glad that you could come on and talk and that you, you found it to be entertaining and, and you're always welcome to come back anytime you want, please. You're it's always an open oh, invitation. Definitely. We'd yeah. like to get back to some of these other concepts that we don't have time to do that we were to talk about and just watch your channel. There is a oh. lot we could have spoke about. Yeah. <laughs> but definitely. Also, <laughs> this could have gone for four hours. Hours, yeah, so we, we could go on and buy all sorts of stuff. So, but we appreciate you time, taking your time and coming on. And like I said, we're just two guys trying to do a show just to kind of give give some respite yeah. in this crazy world and just talk and have a good organic fun laid back. Oh, yeah. 100%. And um, I, I do also have my own podcast that again, uh, I might be, I, I just never get around to doing it. Uh, but when I do, I, I would love to have you guys on that one as well. Oh God, um, we'd love to. That'd be awesome. Yeah, if you, <laughs> okay, Sam, calm down. <laughs> <laughs> if we're on, especially since you guys record on the Sunday, like, you know what? Like if you do yeah. have, if you do have like certain weeks uh, that, you know, you just, you kind of press for a guest or anything like that, just shoot me an email, man. I would love to be back on. 
Oh, that would be awesome. So, um, Matt, anything else finally you want to run real quick? Or are we, I think we're okay. No, I think we're good. Yeah. There's a lot we could talk about, but we're not going to start any other conversation, conversations now. So, yeah. See? Sweary JV has been fun. Right. <laughs> yeah. Sweary JV has been fun. <laughs> because, like I said, I mean, that's what I kind of want to get yeah. to. That's part we're of not monetized, life. so it's all right. Yeah, we, we, can let it, we can let it rock. So, so with that, we're going to wrap everything up, folks. Again, everybody in the industry, Mr. Dub, Fat Purdue, Simon, Q3, everybody, TK showed up. El Jefe, I saw him earlier. Thank you guys for being a part of this. We really we love bringing it to you as much as you like listening to it, and we'll be back again next Sunday for another Across the Podcast with uh, Sam and Matt. We're, we're, ga- we're show uh, guest list next week, but that's okay. We are. We'll, we'll let now. it rip, and, uh, and we'll have Who a good time. Who knows what this week may bring? <laughs> and uh to Aditya, since he's in a German thing now, off just saying to, to to TK and gentlemen, uh have a great day. Stay safe, wear your mask, and uh we'll in stores. Yeah. Just saying. <laughs> and we'll catch you all uh next Sunday, uh, three o'clock, same time. Josh, as always, thank you, sir. Appreciate your time. Thank you very much.